Every time I say your last name, it comes out super Italian. I love that. Galarotti. That's nice. Okay, yeah. cool. Cool. We'll start it. <laughs> everybody welcome back to another episode of household today i am joined by blessed by mm. such a guest okay <laughs> comedian actor podcaster oh yeah so many things and world traveler oh yeah baby Julio no. Galarotti nice. in the building. Good to see I you. Good pronunciation can't not be italian i like that in another life i was italian what are you Florentine. Oh, wait. In another life or literally? Oh, no. In another life. Oh, okay. what, are, what are you actually? <laughs> what you are now. Oh, yeah. I'm Armenian yeah, now. What are you currently? Okay. Now I'm Armenian, but, you know, that's <laughs> only for the moment. <laughs> I like that. I wish you... That would be cool if you could just change your nationality occasionally. Yeah. I guess you can, but, like, you know what I mean by that. Yeah. I mean, like, people change their heritage. religion, I guess, so that's... Oh. We're all related. I don't mm -hmm. know. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh, my God. But you have so much going on. Um, you just came back from Netflix as a joke festival. I did. And this is for... You've done a couple of these. Um, of what? Netflix Netflix, things? yeah. No, so this... I was supposed to... Like, the original time never happened. Oh, because of COVID. Correct. Okay. So, so this is, in fact... I have announced it a couple times. Okay. This is the first time that I actually did it. So That's awesome, dude. Thank you. Thank Congratulations. You. I appreciate it. That's it was, fucking dope. Yeah, it was nice to finally do it after how wild of a ride it's been with it happening, the not happening, and then it was dead, like permanently dead. Yeah. They brought it back from the dead. And we all we all were kind of like knock on wood, like and we have filmed it. It has not yet come out. It is supposed to come out soon. And I am still holding my breath until it actually comes out. Well, fingers crossed. It taped. Thank you. Yes. So that's really cool. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate it. It was um, fun. That's awesome. Th 15 minutes. Yeah, roughly. Cool. Yeah. Very I cool. think it'll probably end up being a little bit less. But Awesome. And yeah. how long have you been doing comedy for? <sighs> um, I started in 2008. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's quite a bit of time. So, wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this has been, this is awesome. Yeah. This is a big milestone. It's, yeah. It definitely, my, uh, most significant taped Very cool. comedy thing to date. Very cool. You know? By somebody else, because you also just filmed like a travel special. True. This Which, I just meant as far as stand-up guys. As far as stand-up, yes. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. my God, so cool. So yeah, cool. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Um, but your travel special, mm -hmm. I've been like so itching to talk to you about oh, it. Oh, great. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, you like sat here and like listened to me talk about it on other pods and you're yeah. like, I have questions that have not yet been asked. Dude, I was trying to be so good and respectful because like when you're in the producer yeah. chair, like I'm trying, it's not my show. You know what right. I mean? Can't be a jack of all trades. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm, you know. I love talking about it, by the way. Oh, hell so, yeah. Okay, great. great. Cool. This we can like exciting. fan out together. Um, this is very cool. Um, I've been like a big into travel my whole life. Mm -hmm. um, I And a couple of the things that, there's so many things that resonated in this travel special cool we'll get to all of them awesome but first of all you went to iraq mm -hmm. the places you can go by the way is the name of it yes, which please watch it gave me chills <laughs> i laughed i cried at all the things awesome Great. um excellent i loved your commentary like Thank throughout you. the entire thing um particularly about how close you got with like your tour guides mm -hmm. i'm sure that like 
please tell us what you want. Like you, you tell me about it. There's so many things yeah, I want to know. Yeah, no. but I like. There's so much to talk about that yeah. it, it's helpful for okay. you to have questions. So okay, cool. definitely, yeah. Um, so I come from an Armenian background, mm-hmm. and the something that resonated with me that you were talking about is how the youth is pushing the culture forward. Mm-hmm. That is something that was so big growing up. So I went to like a private Armenian school when I was in elementary school. Interesting. And um, Watertown is. Uh, Hugely populated with a lot of Armenians. Interesting. Um, Bunch so. of cool looking churches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You guys have cool churches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like youth group was like a big part of like my like middle school and like high school um, and perpetuating like the culture forward yeah. and sort of because it's a small country genocide has happened, right. you know, and so crazy that that's disputed still. It's like, come on. Not only disputed, <laughs> but in 2020 was attempted again. Um, I don't know if like you how I, I how closely you that. follow this, but uh, there's a territory. Art- oh, Nagorno Karabakh. Yes, exactly. I do know about no. this. Oh, oh my God, <laughs> we're gonna get into it. Thank God. <laughs> I've been to Azerbaijan. Have you? The enemy territory. Wow. Okay, so this is very interesting. This is very interesting. <laughs> I woke up every day crying <laughs> when that was happening. Before I even like, I could just feel the turmoil like mm. all the way in New York. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, but anyway, to, to go back to like the youth perpetuating the culture forward, it's just something that was really important. Mm. And, uh, you don't see it in every single culture kind of, you know what I mean? Like as strong right. as you do in, in others. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just wondering if you would like talk about them and like your experience with them a little bit too. Yeah. So, well, I can't now that, that you may, you make an interesting point. So it's like in places where I've noticed at least, and not even just from travel, but just from like observing where people care about stuff in general, where when people try to sort of assault either your culture or the politics of where you live, obviously people tend to be much more passionate about those things in those places. Yeah, People are super politically active in Africa where there's just a bunch of like corruption or yeah. every, I mean, you know, any place where it's like that, people tend to be much more active politically. And from a cultural perspective, you know, uh, People trying to exterminate you tends to make you more uh, we are here. proud yeah. of your heritage and wanting to preserve it and stuff, which all makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, the the people we were hanging with in Iraq, they were, it was kind of like a chance thing. Like I've learned through doing this, I've kind of tried to m- make videos in a few different destinations. Now mm-hmm. this was the third and definitely the one where I had the most experience, the most sort of like ability technically to be able to sort of execute a bigger project mm-hmm. um and it's definitely kind of like the culmination of a bunch of trial and error there's mm-hmm. much more trial and error to be done yeah um but um it's nice to have a kind of like personal angle with a lot of this kind of stuff it mm-hmm. just makes it more fun it makes it more feel like like an editorial almost you know what i mean where it's like you start with a specific story and kind of cover the bigger story and I didn't do that in any particular order. I sort of was like working with what I had, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, because part of you doesn't want to ruin the experience by over planning it. Yeah. But you don't want to under plan. So you yeah. want to like un- understand as best you can what it's going to be like. Of course, the tour guides help. And they, I, I realized that I, uh, so I was corresponding with Aya, who's the, like the female guy. There was three of them that we worked with. Um, and she, uh, you know, I, I made sure to tell them, like, we want to film, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, don't worry, it's my thing. Like, and I was like, oh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't realize how young they were. Yeah. They're super young, um, which sort of uh, makes, you know, made it cool and chill and stuff. You know, yeah. I mean, would have been fine with somebody older, too. But yeah. Um, 
So from that uh, perspective, it was nice because, you know, your guides who you're paying also become, can become sort of like stars in your thing. Yeah. Which is fun. Yeah. And good. And I like it that way. And it's nice to be able to communicate and just be like, all right, here's the deal. Like, we want to do this, this and that. Mm -hmm. It would be nice to cover that. I want to do sort of the home run things as well. Like Mm -hmm. the kind of like top build activities, but I don't want to like do too much of I don't want to do so much sightseeing that it takes away from any sort of like angle that right. we might have. And with Iraq, it's easy. The angle was easier because it's such a controversial place yeah. and a place that we know we know enough about. And we know about it in sort of like a like notorious way. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it was kind of I knew that we could get something with that. Um, whereas in the past, I kind of like the the one I did in South America, I kind of like. Was just kind of like, all right, let's fucking go do it. You yeah. know what I mean? And like, I learned stuff from from that. Was um, that your first one? No, Africa, Rwanda okay. was the first one. Oh, and wow, that one had cool. a really strong angle. Wow. Um. So then, yeah. So whatever. The second one that I did was kind of like vloggy. Yeah. Vloggier. So this one, yeah, it was like cool to meet these young people. They're pretty passionate. They want people to know about Iraq. Uh, and in the video, they said this too that like it was amazing to them how even a lot of the people from Iraq didn't know certain things about Iraq. Yeah, um, that's funny. Which was cool. And more, you know, just as far as like great places to go visit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? A bunch of different kind of like topography and mountains and desert and water and like all sorts of cool shit. Mm-hmm. So from that, that's their whole thing. They're kind of trying to, uh, you know, they have a business. They're trying to make money. And um, in doing that, they've been pretty active with social media and stuff. And they've kind of cracked the code. Not that it's a top priority necessarily, but yeah. how do we sort of get new eyeballs on Iraq in a positive way? Yeah. And they're sort of the pioneers of that effectively. I also thought it was really funny that Aya also said, like, uh, you were talking about um, people ask if it's safe to visit mm-hmm. and are your, you do trust your tour guides. Totally. And she's like, if you don't trust your tour guides, like why you even go- yeah. don't come? Like, yeah, and that funny. totally like ma- made me laugh and resonated with me. Cause like, why would you do that? Like if totally. you're going to be scared and like be in your hotel the whole time, I just don't even go, Totally, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so it's good to like that. They make light of that and they're like, come on, like there's, there's, yeah. there's things like that. You don't have to be that way. That's weird. Totally. And there's a, definitely a way to kind of like, you know, you don't know, like you just, there's no way to know before yeah. you go to a place like Iraq. You've never met these people. Like, you know, you Bad hear things happen everywhere. You hear stuff. Yeah. Like I get why people who do that do it. Well, yeah. It's just really hard to have that conversation about being condescending yeah. or like rude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so you, you know, I don't think that everybody has the, yeah. Or then maybe they just like don't even care to, but yeah, I'm sure that they've been insulted many times. Right. And, with people planning trips and stuff. How long did it take you to uh, plan? Like, when, when did you get the idea versus how long did it take before you, like, got on the plane to go? And how did you find these particular tour guides? Okay, good question. Um, so, I planned it over a period of time. I sort of get on a kind of, like, OCD bender of, like, trip planning. And mm-hmm. I'll, like, be in my bed, like looking at every, all these different kind of avenues and sort of a lot of dead ends and trying to like figure out what to do. So it probably took me a few, a couple weeks, mm-hmm. um, maybe even more than that. Cause there's like a lot of steps. It's like, okay, we need to like start booking things. Once you start booking things, you get the ball rolling, you, yeah. know, you book some flights and you're like, let's get a guide. So I'm in this Facebook group, um, that is for sort of like 
predominantly extreme travelers. Like it's a lot of people cool. who are like trying to go to every country or yeah. like there's a couple of like different sort of lists of this kind of stuff. There's like every country, but then beyond that, there's this thing called the Traveler Century Club, which mm-hmm. like categorizes more places than just like sovereign nations. Yeah. Um, Cool. And then there's one even beyond that that's like too crazy. It's like Nomad Mania or something I think it's called and it's like literally every like region of every single place. It's like crazy that's cool. shit. Um whatever. So a lot of these people are in this group. So uh and kind of the point of it of the group is sort of it's a lot of people who like traveling on their own and it'll be a lot of questions like hey, I'm trying to cross the uh, you know, Burundi border from Rwanda. Like, is the border open? Like, what's yeah. the deal with COVID tests? Like, I haven't been able to find. So it's a lot of like logistical planning. And then a lot of people kind of like nerding out about travel, like sharing their trip report. And it can be really helpful because you can search yeah. keywords. And then if you're going to some of these quote forsaken places, yeah. uh, all these people are kind of like, uh, um, maybe like, you Live know, reporting kind of, yeah, they're like super optimistic cool. about travel yeah. and like, um, how to avoid getting yourself in trouble and stuff. So that was how I ended up finding Aya. They came highly recommended. They were like two or three people had recommended them in the Iraq threads. So I hit, uh, I got her WhatsApp number for some guy from the group, texted her, and then just started playing on the trip. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, so one funny thing happened that uh, I don't really talk about in the video. Um, so we got there and Aya was like, hey, we're like actually not going to be able to meet up with you till tomorrow. Oh um, we're sending like a different guy. And, you know, I hadn't met them in person yet. And we're just kind of like, oh, God, like, what What do you mean? Like, yeah. that sucks. So then, and not to mention, like, the first, like, we, we dropped the ball a little bit with some of the specifics of the dates. Mm-hmm. It can get a little confusing because, like, you take an overnight flight and then yeah. you, like, so it just kind of can get a little bit confusing. So we were completely on our own the first night. Um, we just, like, took a taxi to, and that taxi story that I told in the video, um, happened that first night when we were oh, alone cool. which like puts definitely like put me at ease a little bit because you know it's a little and i said this in the video too the drive's a little intimidating so that first day we're just meeting up with some new guy and he was that guy sajad who was amazing that's awesome and you know the second you meet the him you're like oh, okay we're good yeah but at first you know you don't want to be in iraq as you know a person who your whole life have been trained to think that that's a place you cannot go yeah um i was pretty confident in the mission but of course you still get the jitters a little bit and my girlfriend even was like you seem stressed like are you okay and i was like yeah i'm fine i'm fine i'm not stressed like and i never have really admitted it to this day even i was a little stressed (laughs) just the plan going the plan falling apart is like not ideal and i think what they were actually doing was that interview that I included in the video where they're they on some like Kurdish Kurdish TV station. They live in Suleimania, which is like part in Kurdistan, mm-hmm. uh, which is part of Iraq. Anybody listening uh, who doesn't know that or whatever. Um, so Get a map, everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or globe. Yeah. Um, so the... Uh, so the logistics, yeah. But the second we linked up with Sajad, we had like a really great time with him. Awesome. Uh, he was really fun, and uh, it was all good from there. Hell yeah! There was <laughs> that's so cool. I mean, I I would be equally as jittery anywhere if like I was supposed to meet up with someone in like a different country, and uh, you know, I would yeah. be equally as nervous anywhere. Um, but that's that's good that like he put you at ease. Um, yeah, it was chill. There was <laughs> a part in this special where you go camping. Yeah. And I was dying. You said, <laughs> <laughs> you said something to the effect of, 
I don't like camping, but I love fireside talks or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I have never related to anything more in my life. Like, I don't do nature, dude, but I love this kind of shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know that I said it that uh, that like well, but I think that those were like separate points. Like I was yeah. like, I don't I don't like camping. Yeah. I didn't realize that we were like actually camping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't want to like look too closely at the itinerary. And then I was like, all right, whatever, fuck it. But mm-hmm. then there's just a lot of funny like camping yeah. bonding happening that yeah. like I'm glad it's it, always fun at the end of it anyways. <laughs> totally. I'm glad that it all worked and was funny because like sometimes when you're shooting stuff, you think you have better stuff than you actually do. Mm-hmm. I've noticed. Um, and voiceover can certainly help mm-hmm. shape whatever you have if you don't fully have the thoughts being said and like discussed. Mm-hmm. Um so it was nice to be able to incorporate that, obviously. I didn't want to make it too voiceover heavy. Yeah. But um, where the fuck am I going with this? What were we talking Camping. about? Camping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, fireside talks. Fireside talk. Um, I, oh, okay. So I was kind of like, all right, like maybe the camping stuff isn't even going to make it into the video. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if we like, if it's good enough, like maybe we'll use some of the Marsh stuff as B-roll. Yeah. And um, it ended up like playing really well. Like yeah. that little sort of like the bros talking about yeah stuff. Like even Sajad just being like, dude, you know, like I used to like think I needed to post all this stuff on Instagram. Like, but I realized I just got to be myself, dude. Yeah. Maybe like that shit was so funny. Yes. I was like, this is great. Like, oh my God. If there's one thing I feel like I repeat <laughs> over and over again to just like anybody in this <laughs> industry, but in general, just like, just be yourself, dude. Mm. Like that's, if, if you like fill your own cup, then the rest will flow anyway. Yeah, so yeah. that's nice. That, that sentiment was great. Yeah, was um, there was, uh, it was like one more part that I wanted to talk about. Oh, uh, that made me laugh so hard when they played a prank on you. I don't oh want to give God. I don't want to give too much away because I want people to go like watch yeah, what it actually was. Yeah. Um, so you don't have to say what it was, but uh, you had made like a comment like, "Oh my God, like Francis is gonna kill me for not oh, yeah. like making it to the live show." And I'm like, "That that'd be a real oops. That would, just, like, yeah, that would, really that would be the biggest oops yeah. of all time." That, yeah, my podcast <laughs> is called Oops. I do with Francis. We had a live, big live show planned. Yeah. And so I can tell the prank because it, we we spill the beans immediately. Like okay. when we start talking about it and I've also posted about it a bunch but mm-hmm. basically Aya and Ahmed told me that I failed my COVID test to oh my exit God. the country like you need to pass a PCR to leave Iraq which is like my heart would have been through my thing. ass yeah so anyway they told me that I failed and that I would need to like quarantine and stuff and then they just kind of like let me marinate in the like fear and just like trying to pick up the pieces of my life type of thing can you imagine and they apparently like were trying to like even draw it out longer. Like they basically told me that and then didn't tell me they were kidding for like 10 minutes. And then they were intending to like take us to the testing center, like just to, like make it go even further. And I was like, you guys are sick. Oh my God. Uh, but I was just happy that they were fucking with us. That was hilarious. That was crazy. I, that, what a way to end the trip. I know. <laughs> oh my God. I was so happy for the rest of that day. Yeah. yeah. Because I experienced, I, you, you literally experience what it's like. What an emotional For the worst coaster. possible thing to happen. And then it, you get a new lease on life. It's like waking up from a bad dream. It's amazing. Oh my God. So <laughs> definitely the scariest thing that happened. That's awesome. While I was over there. Uh, yeah. That's hilarious of them. So funny. I hope that my tour guides in Iraq also have the same sense of humor. Yeah, you should use them. You should use them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We could actually put the link if you have a link to their like tour company. I yeah. could put it in the description of this yeah, podcast. Yeah, that would be great. I'll send it to you. Hell yeah. Um, 
So before we get into like the other stuff that you do, this mm. is a accountability podcast. Excellent. I've dubbed it. Um, so we're on episode twenty-five, but you know, so thank you. Um, but it's been a space where I've had to come report uh, what I did and make myself accountable to all of the listeners oh, cool. um, for my art and uh, different things that I'm like working on in my life. Um, but we can. I want to talk a little bit about accountability and sort of like your projects and like the things mm. that you do. Um, how do you keep yourself accountable? Because these are major. This is like big, big yeah, projects. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and like big things that you do. I mean, logistics for like travel plans like that are insane. Yeah. Like, you know, I've like experienced that myself, and nobody under that's a full time job in and of itself. Yeah. yeah it's uh, true. My, plus everything else that you do. So it's how true. how do you um, keep accountable to all those things? Okay. So it's funny you say that it's it's hard because i'm not really like i sure i obviously i get the rwanda video that i made did well like relatively speaking for something that i made it was like 10 minutes uh just give a quick backstory like i met these comedians uh that i read an article about in like a non-comedy magazine um that were doing comedy in rwanda i was like Oh, like, okay, like, it seems random. Like, it's not, but like, it seemed random to me. I mean, so I messaged them on Facebook and they, I was like, dude, I would come do a show anytime if you yeah. guys have. And they're like, okay, like, we're going to do a festival. Do you want to do come it? Through. I was like, okay, I'll see you there. And then we did that. Video did well. And then I kind mm-hmm. of was like, oh, this is fun. Like, I like doing this. Mm-hmm. I like traveling. And there's also like th- things about it that are good. Like, I, I like the idea of trying to like visit as many places as possible. Mm-hmm. So, by kind of turning these controversial places into work. Yeah. My family can't really tell me not to do it. Yeah. Obviously in the Iraq video, I covered how I like lied to my parents about it. I like didn't tell them where I was the whole time. Um, but, uh, you know, your family and your, my girlfriend, like, you know what I mean? They, it's hard to justify like, all right, I'm going on a trip by myself to Iraq. Like, I'll, you just get much more resistance. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm sure it's a hurdle that I could overcome, and that's not the only. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's part of the. That's part of it, and this pertains to accountability because it just is what makes me do it. You know yeah. what I mean? So I did the Rwanda one that was 2017. Didn't know how to edit. Had to like learn how to do it while oh, I was wow. doing the project, which was like pretty. That's uh, intense. Crazy, <laughs> and then I ended up editing a. I ended up editing this like. Uh, 360 VR video wow. for like another thing I used to do, um, like another like a character piece, and cool. I learned a lot about editing with that. And then I came back to the Rwanda thing, so I like got better and better over time. Learned a little bit, and then once I made the video and put it out, and it did well, like a bunch of time went by because I had like a production deal, like whatever, which just sounds cooler than it is. Um, it's kind of like you just agreeing to shop it around with with the yeah. production company. Um, and years later, you know, in like 20. I think 2020, winter 2020, I put it out. It did super well. Um, I was psyched about that. I had done like a road trip by myself that I made a podcast about. So I was like, okay, this is fun. Like I'm always kind of like working on some big project. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know, (sighs) the accountability thing is important with like timelines for me, but not for getting it done. Like I'll get it done because Mm -hmm. like- You want to. It's just the thing I'm working on. Yeah. And it's become kind of my like approach to the, the biz. Like- you work on your big project, you, you know, you're around and you kind of can do stand up and control the things you can control. And then you're around enough to hope that people give you opportunities also. Mm-hmm. If you do all that stuff, hopefully you'll have a sustainable career over time. You yeah. Know? And something to show for it too. Even if like it takes a longer time, you have your portfolio now with all, totally. you know, slowly but surely. So it's funny because I've kind of learned about my energy levels in the sense of like, it kind of naturally unfolds. And if I had to speed it up, 
I should probably be treating it more like somebody is like giving me a bunch of money to do it because I would do it faster. But I'll kind of like get the urge to go somewhere again, right? And yeah. then I'll start planning and then I'll go and then we shoot it and then I get back and then I'm like nervous and stressed out about starting the edit mm-hmm. and I kind of let it sit there for a couple of weeks. I start tackling the edit. I'm like deeply depressed for half the time. And then once I turn the corner and it starts to take shape, then I start to feel really, really good. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like a high. You know yeah. I mean? So it's like you're trying to chase in the dragon of that feeling. Um, and then again, so same thing. So I just put it out. I've kind of been like, feeling like, all right, like, I don't know what I'm going to do the next one. You know what I mean? I kind of am trying to force myself to do like a quick one and then do like a bigger one in the fall. Mm -hmm. And like that, that has worked for me. And that's what we did last year. I did, uh, South America in May, I believe. And then Iraq in November. And you know, the South America was a little easier because I edited it day by day. Mm -hmm. So it was like, one day one was an episode. Day two was an episode. Iraq was more of like a piece. Yeah. So it just took longer. Yeah. And it's also literally longer. It's like an hour. Mm-hmm. It's by far the longest thing. More um, content. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know that like yeah the accountability pertains specifically to doing it faster. And sometimes it's I procrastinate a ton with the editing. Sometimes if I'm editing like I can't do anything else that day. Yeah. And that doesn't really work because I have to do other shit. Yeah. You know. So it's like figuring out how to do that like manage energy levels uh managing your muse like because i feel that same way too like when when we're working on something or if i'm working on like a piece or something like that i can't i don't want to just leave it yeah but the muse has to hit me you know what i mean but there are timelines and things like that you got to try to get it done exactly um but i feel like in the despite all the kind of like uh day-to-day struggles and whatever i think that ultimately my output is definitely probably towards the higher end than the lower end of like people in my circles. Yeah. Uh, partially out of necessity because I just need to be doing something. I'm fortunate enough to like have a pod that's doing well. Mm-hmm. I have a little bit of flexibility. Yeah. Don't really have to like do a side job at the moment. Um, that's awesome. And that's you dream. Know, just hope to, yeah, exactly. And, and yeah. I, and I know that. Yeah. And I don't take that for granted. Like yeah. even when it sucks, like the dream doesn't always feel good. Right. Nothing ever. All if, if something always felt good, it wouldn't be louder for the people. In it the wouldn't back, be fun. Dude. It wouldn't be fun. So you you know it's the big picture is the fun part, mm-hmm. and I am very grateful to do what I do. I hope to continue to do it. And yeah. uh, if no one ever buys my show, I actually don't care. Yeah. And it's nice too to like meet with people and they're like, "What about this?" And I'm like, "Nope, bye. <laughs> I don't want to do that." Yeah, but it's nice to know that people want you. That's good. Yeah, maybe good and like, do they? You know, what I mean, I don't even yeah. know. Like a lot of this time, it's like. It's like uh, you have these meetings and you start talking about concepts and they're like, well, we've seen that if we sell this and I've done, I've gone down this road so nah, many times dude. where Be like, you. I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. I guess, yeah, I'm willing to try that. And like, that's fine. But yeah. like you can go too far with that. And then by the yeah. time you're done, you're like doing all this work and now you have something that like you don't even like and, Fuck and, that. and you can, you know, nothing ends up happening. So it's like, and it you takes well up more of your want. time that you could have been putting effort into the thing you actually wanted to do. Right. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I don't know. Hopefully I need to have more energy for, like uh promotion and like trying to get it out there and marketing and all that stuff and i'm trying to be better about that i've been i actually just like edited a reel that i was like slogging through i was like oh how am i supposed (laughs) to cut this down to a minute i hate this i hate keyframes i hate fucking there's like editing terms whatever yeah um you can't even see the whole shot fuck this like why da 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 but i'm like okay dude just force yourself to do it you've done the hard part this is not the hard part this just feels shitty it'll take you an hour just do it yeah so I, don't I also know, feel that way editing my own stuff. Like I hate listening back to my voice. Mm. You know, why do I sound like that? 
Yeah. People listen to this and like it. <laughs> I've gotten used <laughs> to know? myself, but I still feel that way sometimes. Like in the Iraq video, there's a lot of shots where I just like look like shit. I'm like, dude, you look <laughs> terrible. Like this sucks. Dude, I'm like, whatever. I'm actually also so happy that you said like, you know, being an entrepreneur, for instance, or any type of artist, days are going to be shitty and I'm going to complain about them. Mm -hmm. And people who aren't doing that kind of thing with their life, uh, do you find that they're like, they think you're complaining a lot? We're like, no, there's more than just the good that comes with this. I also have a shitty day sometimes. Our editing makes me tired sometimes. Like, um, you we, know? we usually don't even get that far. Like, it, they don't, it's... I don't mind talking about the process. People aren't usually like, wow, that must be so cool. <laughs> when they do that, I actually like it. Yeah. As opposed to kind of, I don't know, there's a term for this that I don't I don't remember what it is, but just sort of like questions that like you can tell they're hoping that you like say an answer that's like shitty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like they're wait there. Oh, so like comedy. So like, do you like make money doing that? So do you put like, what do you have? Like, what do you do? You do a full time? Just like all those questions that like hurt when it, the answer was no. Yeah. And now that the answer is yes, it's like yo fuck off. Yo, my dad... don't talk to me about what I do, dude. You don't know what I do. Get out of here. <sighs> exactly, man. Like my dad has a saying um, that the intent of an insult is an insult, and like it, you know what I mean. He's like he's like I'm, from. I'm wrapping my head around it. Like. He's from, he was born in like the Middle East mm -hmm. and but he, like he's not Armenian. No, he is. Okay. Um, he was born in Palestine, okay. but, um, the, like he talks about like in that culture, in our culture, uh, if you're intending to like that question, for instance, Oh, you do comedy. Like there's something behind that. Your intent behind that is shitty. You know, so I, you're trying to insult me before you've even fucking said anything. You know right, what I mean? Right. It's like, like oh, you're assuming that because you know me, I must not, whatever I'm saying must be worse than it sounds. Like so you're trying you're to pick that apart. you're assuming that I do like one, not the ABC of life type of thing all day. So you assume that my life is like X, Y, and Z kind of way. Like mm -hmm. that is shitty. <laughs> totally. I, and I, I try not to engage in that because by proving myself, I am letting, I'm allowing that like the judgment to like land right, you know right. What I mean? so it's like i try not to like even if somebody will hit me with that question or not that specific question but like mm. something that's like negative leaning yeah i'll try to like just give a normal answer as if i didn't sense yeah. the sort of like it's almost it's almost like jealousy yeah part of that must be it and i and i don't want to be like completely cynical i think that like a lot of the time it's you know people it's like me also it's like yeah. me just like whatever it is like being sensitive but there some of the times it's like completely reasonable questions yeah and but sometimes also it's just like oh i decided that it's not possible to like be a comedian with that not that they even wanted to be but right. it's like i chose to do something safe because it made a lot of sense mm -hmm. what you do is like pretty much impossible and i want to prove to myself that that's true yeah. because it's at odds with like the way that i live or something yeah and again, I'm be like, it's not always like that. People don't, you know, yeah, I'm not right. sure everybody is like, our lifestyle isn't that cool necessarily. <laughs> and I think a lot of people in New York realize that. Yeah. People in New York are like very critical thinkers. They're not like, they're less likely to like romanticize things sure. and understand how they work mm -hmm. more than other in other places. And I've there's noticed. definitely more like uh, per capita creators. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's definitely more people doing the same type of thing, like in this city particularly. Mm. But then once you get a little bit out, it's like there's less, not less, but you know what I mean? Right. More questioning. I yeah. Suppose. So it's funny. I, I honestly find 
I find that, and maybe it's because that when I'm in these other places, um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not as like close to the people. Mm -hmm. So like the relationship hasn't like passed. We have this sort of like honeymoon phase. You know what I mean? It's like a perpetual (laughs) honeymoon phase. But those people Mm -hmm. I find tend to be much more impressed. Mm -hmm. People who like have no, have no sort of like degree. They have many, many, many degrees of separation between any entertainer. Yeah. So like those people like just think it's so cool. I think it's cool. They're like, oh, have you met like this person? Like, oh, what are they like? Like I prefer that. I prefer a Stan behavior over a like that's awesome person who sucks yeah or who's like rude yeah like someone who's actually interested in like what you're doing in a way yeah 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 they like think it's cool and even if that means that they are going to say some you can use this in your bit i don't i don't mind that like (laughs) i don't i really don't such an aunt thing to say i have a really high a tolerance for that kind of stuff because how could you possibly know you couldn't, how would you know that we don't like that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, yeah, I do something that interests people and they want to know about it. So like, it's okay if they ask stupid questions as There's long as they're no not stupid. rude questions. Exactly. And as long as they're not like venomous, you know what I mean? They have this like, m- life has made me unhappy and therefore I'm going to like project that onto you. Yeah. It's If it's a complete like ignorant question, I have no problem with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find, yeah. I find that people from like smaller play like quote smaller places are like much more pleasant to interact with that's awesome uh whether or not i don't know if if we continue whether or not we're compatible as friends or companions yeah uh i enjoy doing the road in like random places a lot of time because the crowd's really good and grateful that's also why i like travel like in general um when i was actually must have been like 12 years old i was part of a, a program called people to people i don't know if you've ever heard of this it was um it's started by Dwight Eisenhower, like President Eisenhower. Oh, wow. And um, you have to be nominated and like accepted. So I was like 12 and there was 40 other 12 year olds that were accepted to like this program. And you got to go to another country, cool. meet like the youth there and like, you know, experience something that you might not normally experience cool. as, as a 12 year old. Um, and where the, did you end up going? Australia and New Zealand, Wow, which was so like mind blowing um, for someone who's that young. Yeah, very cool. Um, But that put in my mind like from then on that you're learning about other people and you should want to learn about other people because it makes you understand everything better. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah, and within nationally and internationally, (laughs) you know? Yes. For sure. It, it, I sometimes struggle with the idea that like some of these things that seem so obvious are just like not as obvious. Like to me, that's like the most obvious thing in the world, but like it requires thinking about it or being, or like being with a bunch of different cultures and doing and seeing different people, whatever, and realizing that it's an obvious realization. Somebody Mm -hmm. who does that. Um, If you're someone who doesn't, has never been anywhere or who literally experiences travel like on TV or YouTube, you know what I mean? Like it's hard to, it's hard to gain more experience, right? You can read as much as you want, but being in the space is completely different. Like you're using different senses, you know? So like there's a term like inside baseball, Mm -hmm. you know, Danny Palmer. Yeah. Danny Palmer loves that term. And it's just kind of like the idea of like, you know, people being too, like you're being too, you're like too in it. To like have perspective. So you're like thinking too much about things that don't matter. Mm-hmm. Or and it can relate in my life to sometimes if I'm picking travel destinations, I don't always have my finger on the pulse of like what people think about that. Mm. So 
One technique that I've recently, and I haven't like really done it on purpose, but I'm realizing it's like super helpful. If I'm like thinking about where to go shoot stuff and I bring it up and somebody in my life who, who I know is like kind of knowledgeable and like knows quote no stuff mm-hmm. if they're like really resistant about where i say i'm gonna go it like moves to the top of my list that's awesome it means that they <laughs> it means that they know enough about it to think that which makes it interesting mm-hmm. oh this guy went there you know assuming you get back and you survive yeah most of the time knock on wood um and then it it shows that you know people have a certain sort of idea about a place and they might be right mm-hmm. but whether or not they're right or completely wrong, you can still show a brighter side of somewhere. Yeah. You, you know, the place might actually be terrible, but you'd be like, all right, but here's the good stuff. Whereas Iraq, I would argue, was actually just great. Yeah. Like there's things about it. That's awesome. When you live there, I'm sure that are complicated. It's easy to be this visitor and get treated great by everybody because mm-hmm. you're a visitor, which is one the great thing about it. Too, they love know? the camera. Yeah. Like these are things that were like super interesting and surprising. Um, you know, they obviously have their issues still, but mm-hmm. like, Going to visit there is like all solid. That's awesome. There's nothing sketchy about it. People be like, what about like as a woman? And it's like, totally fine. You could go there right now, dress like that. Hell yeah, dude. And be completely fine. <laughs> um, which is, uh, you know, a question that I, I had too. I'm yeah. like, okay, sure. Like, but what's it really going to be like? Yeah. Um, and super easy place to visit as long as you have a guide because it's just hard to get around. Yeah. That, I mean, I, I feel strongly that anywhere that you visit for the first time, you should at least have some part with a local. Yeah. Like, I yeah. think that's very important. It's, it's nice. It's cool to see the sights and whatever, but, like, understanding, like, you know, the totally. actual day-to-day. Um, one of my favorite things to do is to get up in the morning and, like, see how, like, shop openers actually uh, take care cool. and open their shops. Mm-hmm. Um, I, That's, like, my... I got a different high from that. That's fine, You yeah. know? Are, are there any, like weird things, things that you like do. that that i really like yeah. um i mean i like that kind of stuff too i yeah. love like being able to wander around and i've and i've done it in certain places um where and to be and I, iraq i would actually yeah have been completely fine doing that it's just like we were with the guides so like might as well yeah. just stick with them but yeah. so i like to when i was in south america i would sort of just like walk around a bunch and like call people <laughs> Just like talk on the phone, walk around, look around. Like I really enjoy that. Yeah. I enjoy doing that here. Yeah. Um, so that that is mm-hmm. definitely one of them. I like doing that too, though. Like going to like a supermarket that's kind yeah. of like for local people. Mm-hmm. I've done it before where like I kind of like sometimes when you travel, you need to sort of like tap into the part of your brain that's like a little more shameless. Because sometimes like yeah. people will be mean to you, like you don't speak the language, like they'll like roll their eyes in your face. Like it doesn't happen a lot, but mm-hmm. um that can kind of suck. Yeah. Um, but I do like, I prefer that over a place where there's just like a ton of tourists. Yeah. Um, Agreed. And I think too, as far as like interacting with locals, I feel like most tour companies are good at like giving you a taste of that, depending like yeah. what your threshold is for it. So like you can go on the most guided tour ever and they'll be like, all right, we're going to stop off with the local people. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like do whatever. Like yeah. we did that in Ecuador. It was super yeah. cool. Like, we were holding a bunch of guinea pigs that, we, and we ended up eating guinea pigs later, which was like crazy. Um, but you know, like that kind of stuff's great. And I think that I'm like, I don't, I don't subscribe to this idea that like you need to 
if you're not like backpacking and spending $2 a day, then you're not like really experiencing stuff. Like I'm kind of like, I prefer to like travel bougially. Yeah. I think I just made that term up. Agreed. I'm down. You know, I'm down to stay in a sick hotel. I'm down to like eat good meals. I'm down to spend money. Yeah. Like I don't want to fucking. Is there a cool tree house? Like, can we stay there? Like, you know what I mean? Right. Whatever. Like I'm like, I'm down to spend more than $10 a day. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I get that a lot of these people are like, well, with all the traveling that I want to do, I, uh, you know, I would like to do it in a way where it's not like, uh, imposition, like, f- yeah, financially, but I'm like, okay, well I just better like be fucking rich <laughs> yeah. or I'm not going to be able to afford it. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> Still working on it. Um, but yeah, I think the travel should be fun and accessible and like, it doesn't need to be extreme. And I think yeah. that it's interesting to see, like, I don't consider myself an extreme traveler, like being in this extreme travel group. Mm-hmm. I understand that that's relative and to most people I am and I, that's fine. Um, but I find it, I, I find it pretty important to like not, and one thing about it too is like be willing to kind of go to these places. And I hope that this is something that I have working for me is that like, I actually am like pretty well adjusted. Like I have a pretty normal life. I have normal friends. I have a life that like when I leave, I miss it. You know yeah. what I mean? So I don't want to be traveling for six months. I don't want to be, you know, a vagabond and like I live out of my backpack. Like I don't want to do any of that. Yeah. But at the same token, like I want to. My girlfriend always says that I say that wrong. I don't know if it's by the same token. That's whatever. Um, (laughs) I want to go and experience all these things. And I think that you can. There's like a middle ground. And I like to think that I am like the the fucking holding the torch for that. Hell yeah, dude. There are definitely ways. Like I I was obsessed with that, you know, especially pre-COVID before like all of this began. But like I was obsessed with like finding... I can take this, I can go on this day and it's cheaper and then I can stay a day longer oh, yeah. and then I can do this and then like, you know what I mean? Like totally. just trying to like actually maximize like everything too. Looking at the Google flight map and yeah. being like, oh, if I go next week, yeah. All those things, you know, the logistics. I nerd out on that stuff. Yeah, um, I do. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about your podcast a little yeah, bit. Yeah, let's do it. Because you've do been it. doing this for a while too. Yeah, it's almost three years. Hilarious <laughs> podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Really great. Like the best thing that ever happened to me, probably. Really? Kinda. That's awesome. I I was spending a lot of time, like, just trying to do like high concept stuff. Like, it's another like inside baseball thing. I would argue, like, you know, things that were just like they were great. You know what I mean? But like, not realizing that I could just do the thing everybody else was doing and like have success at it. I didn't need to like think outside the box so much. It's a good exercise to do. I was spending a lot of my time doing this like rap character that was like a fun thing and like. Lived on the internet. Yeah. It was kind of like ambiguous. Like people didn't know if it was real or not. Like that was all super fun. You know what I mean? I did a podcast as the character too. Uh, that was like fine. Um, uh, it was also funny. Danny, Danny again was like, dude, I don't know. This, he's like the podcast kind of <laughs> discordant, dude. Like why would this like rapper be like so introspective? Also, I was like, oh yeah, that's a good, it's a good point. Constantly talking about Danny on this podcast. Um, but here. but yeah, so Francis, it was Francis's idea to do mm-hmm. the pod, and he's like, dude, you want to do this pod with me? Yeah. I was like, okay. And then it's just like us being ourselves and like talking about shit. And it's been like a really great thing. That's awesome, you dude. Know? I Again, like I feel like I'm constantly telling people that same sentiment over and over again where you, you can just be yourself. Like you're just overthinking it. Like right. inside baseball is such a good way to put it. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> honestly, because you are the most inside your head. You're right. Um, particularly when it comes to like being in front of a camera, you know, mm. like. You would think that someone whose their profession is to talk into a microphone and be in front of strangers, it wouldn't be 
as difficult to like create things, but it is, you know, because, totally. because you have to be critical of yourself as you're making it too. Um, but you can just be you. And then it's like, all right, I can just put this out because it's me. And yeah. I'm proud of me. Totally. You and know? yeah, there isn't sort of like a linear hierarchy of like comedy, meaning like just because I'm never going to be as good at comedy as Sam Morell, like doesn't mean that I shouldn't like still try yeah. and that there might not still be an audience for me or like, so I think I like felt that way about podcasting too. I'm like, Oh, like podcasting it's out like cats out of the bag. Everybody knows about it now. Like yeah. I'm just going to start a podcast like everybody else. Like that was sort of the kind of yeah. line of thinking and it was wrong. Yeah. Um, and even starting this podcast, I mean, I know. we've yeah. been, we've been doing this for a, a several years and I've been helping people get their podcasts off the ground and I've been I wanted to do this for a while and I felt like self guilt because I'm like I don't want to just do this because everyone else is right, doing right. it but I had things to be accountable for and I'm like well I can use this space like to create this so that I have to like you know report back and I'm sure people can relate to that yeah and uh, build a community you know yeah and like totally. then, then there's a bunch of yous around Right, Which right, is kind of right. cool. Which is great. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but it, it, it looks like you guys have a lot of fun too. We do. Yeah, yeah. it's great. You're just you know? being you. And uh, you know, as far as accountability is concerned, it's uh, you know, you have to be consistent. You have to plan. If you're going to be gone, you got to like figure out how you're going to mm -hmm. get it done. Still, and we've been really good about that. I hope we can continue to be. Um, you know, no big. Uh, sort of like absences on either of our parts have ever really affected uh, our ability to be consistent. Yeah. We do put out a lot of episodes, um, but it's never been a problem. So Yeah, I mean, it's I, that's great because then you just keep pumping it out. At the end of the day, it's not a big time commitment. And even that day where we <clears throat> record, you know, our two episodes, we do all our ads and like, so, you know, it's a very long half of a day. Yeah, it's a day's which, work. <laughs> guess what? That's not that bad. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it might be like, um, so I think we all are, anytime any of us are tired, we kind of like remember, we're like, uh, we like get a lot out of this for not that much without yeah. having to do that much, which is amazing. Yeah. And it gives me time to sit around and not edit <laughs> while I'm staring at my monitor. Right. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> there was like a point a couple of days ago where I was staring at my screen so much. I'm like, I'm starting to twitch. It need, I need to put yeah. this down. Um, but when you're like really into something, you don't want to stop and the hours just go by so that's how you know you're doing the right yeah, thing but yeah. um that's awesome i'm gonna report <laughs> um so i've been working on this coloring book uh since september it's an adult coloring book and i finished all of the pages my editor has looked at it the last time i said uh, hopefully she'll be done and she's looked at it yay um, and I think I'm going to do some other cool shit with it besides just print it out and like have it live in a coloring book. Cool. Um, but it's a bunch of like trippy, cool postcards, uh, called have a, postcards from my trip. Wow. I just blanked for a second. <laughs> postcards from my trip. Um, so just the update on that is that I've been doing it Sweet. and I've been coming up with some fun other stuff to go with it. So yay. Fun. Um, feel like I had something else to share. I did. I like, uh, now that you're talking about that, I sort of recently did that. Really? Like I had a, I wanted to make a children's book. Oh, cool. And you know, there, I had this discussion back and forth in my head being like, why are you doing this? This has yeah. nothing to do with anything that you do. Yeah. But it's like, 
just because I want to can be a good enough reason. Yeah. You know, so I kind of like had this idea forever. I couldn't like wrap my head around how to like do an illustration and stuff. Really? Apparently, I probably could have hit you up. I don't know. Yeah, you did dude. That. <laughs> um, but I ended up like getting somebody on Fiverr, made the whole thing, and it's like. That's on, awesome. On, uh, it's called Claude Takes a Nap. You know? Can I'm going to put a picture of it right here. Yeah. But I understand sort of like. Uh, like fringe projects that are like for me at least, and this might pertain much more to what you like are actually doing, but like that has literally nothing to do with anything that yeah. I do. Um, and I was like, this I likely will not even break even on this, which I think I maybe barely have. I've maybe made five dollars or something like so it costs what? money, it costs money to make, as yeah. you know. Um, but uh, I've sold a bunch of them, it was fun, and cool. I'm glad I did it, and whatever. That's awesome. You know? I mean, I've been working on this project for quite some time, and it, it was like inspired by certain things. Um, mm -hmm. And there, it is a series, so it's it's twelve pages. It's supposed to take you sort of on like a year's worth of a journey. Cool. And um, I have like little notes in there of sort of what I'm taking you on that journey as well. But each page, it's supposed to be as you're coloring it, you're sort of saying that affirmation or that thing on the page. Oh, that's cool. Um, so wait, so it ties into the is it is it tying into the this idea? Yeah, it ties like an accountability book. It's uh, no. yeah. I mean, if I was smart, I would spin it that way. No, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I, it was just like sounding that way to it's, me. It's, just, it's more. It was honestly, it was just a way for me to uh, release a lot of emotion about a lot of things, but it ended up being like a pretty cool project that I think people would resonate with. Cool. Um, I'll also put a, a couple pages up here, just because I said I've, I was gonna do that and I haven't been. So I'll. Bah, 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 here's a couple pages <laughs> um but yeah it, it's it, it was like really hard to work on some days like we were talking about earlier like the muse wouldn't hit me i i started september it was supposed to be out for january and i finished it in april and like it's fine that's no, fine it's yeah. fine because it, under a year still you finished it you know it was a big undertaking yeah um I'm the only one like self-editing the whole time. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like think about it this way. You know, people are saying they're going to open, like yeah. buildings are going to be done. Yeah. Things just get delayed sometimes. Oh, yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. And I love same thing happened to me with my video. Yeah. It, was, it came out probably two months after I had originally planned. But you love it. And it's, but it's okay. Dude. And, and honestly, like part of that is kind of like, you know, on, like the original timeline was just like unrealistic. Yeah. A yeah, lot of the time. honestly, I was trying to get twelve curated pages like that. You have? Done. Do you have a picture? I'd love to see oh, it yeah. while we're talking Dude. about it. Oh my god! Yes. Hold Where on. can I can I buy a copy somewhere? Um, it's supposed to be up on Amazon. It's Sweet. not yet, but I think I'll tell you the idea. Why not? When, when it's out, let me know. I will. Dude, ah, thank you. That I appreciate that so much. This is here. I'll show you. This is page one. You can scroll if you want. This is so cool. Thank you. This is really cool. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm like really I excited really about it. This it's is like, actually my favorite page. I, I really um, like it. It's really cool. But yeah, it's it was. I'm really really proud of it. Yeah. Really really proud of it, and I want to do a lot with it. So. Good for you. And also remember, like, a thing like that, like you have the things you do to like live, and you have, yeah. you know, what I mean, and like something like that. Sometimes it's like. It's okay if, if I don't care if nobody it buys time. it. Right. <laughs> I don't care if only you buy. You know right, I mean? right. I'll give it away. I don't right. care. It's 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 like when anybody buys like your merch or anything, you're like, oh, that's cool. Someone's wearing my shit. You know, even totally. if it's one person. Totally. Um, I think that's so awesome. No, that's um, sick. but 
Oh my god, cool. Definitely worth. And I love, I love an adult coloring book. Yeah, it's a fun thing. That's like, definitely uh, do that uh, on shrooms. I highly recommend. (laughs) 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 Um, But thank you so much for being on this podcast. Of course, my pleasure. Is there anything that you would like to plug that we haven't already talked about? But Uh, no, not really. My Instagram's not Julio. yeah. Watch, watch watch the places me, yeah. you can go. Watch, yeah, my Iraq thing, uh, mm-hmm. places you can go, yeah, Iraq. Uh, if you can't find it, you find a link in my bio. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, check that out. Hell yeah. And check out the, the Del Coloring book. Yes, postcards And take mushrooms while you do it. <laughs> yes. Uh, you guys can find me at Ani underscore Moosh, as always. Um, check out my website, animushmedia.com. And give too much content live a follow and check us out. Check out our podcast. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> Peace.